So welcome to In the Green Room, the podcast from the New Theatre Royal at Lincoln. And it's a special edition this time because we're behind the scenes. We're actually behind the stage at the moment. We're just in the green room because rehearsals are underway for the panto. We are, what, four days away. I have stage manager Ian Marston with me. Uh, chaos reigns, is it, at the moment? It, it, well, it doesn't rain. We, we, sometimes we need to put the umbrella up. There's a few spots, but... Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, but no, we were okay. I mean, we had uh, two days of uh, Al Murray, which was really successful for the venue, which was great to have. A little bit of a hindrance to us, to, it's fair to say, and that, that is an understatement. Um, <laughs> uh, so we've got quite a lot to do in the last four days. But we're in a good place, and the company are really good, because every time they come in, we're getting positive comments, which helps, you know, it helps the job along, really, when people think, yay, that's looking okay. So four days before the, the before it goes live, before the first performance, how much is there to do from your perspective as a stage manager? I know they're all rehearsing at the moment. You'll probably hear some music and some screaming and crying in the background as uh, that continues. But from your perspective, how much is there to do? Well, we're just getting the orchestra in today, so they'll be sort of bedding in for the rest of the day and the, the sound guys have arrived. So that's a, an element that they look after themselves. Thankfully, they're all experienced and have been with us for quite a while, so that works on its own, which is good. Um, from our end, we've got a lot of sort of tidying up because we've been making things, painting things, whatever's going on, but we need now to generate the space because there's a lot more to it than I envisaged when we first decided to do this. Uh, the scenery is, is, is quite spectacular, and so... Um, we need to generate the space behind it. One of the things that makes it interesting, I think, for the audiences is when they sit there and think, where on earth did that come from? And at the moment, I'm thinking, where on earth am I going to put it? Um, but it will happen, and we'll shuffle it all around. It'll be a giant game of Tetris. We've got some flooring to lay in the scene dock and boring, things like that, just to make it all um, roll on and off a bit easier. And a bit of side masking so you don't see in the wings things you're not supposed to see in the wings. Yeah, so uh, as the audience, it comes in and it just all looks seamless. That's the idea. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even if all is collapsing around us, as maybe once or twice it will do because you never know what's going to happen. As long as you don't get that, then we've done our job. That's the point. And one of the challenges with this, I suppose, with the sound and everything, you've got quite a big cast, haven't you? It is. It's um, it's one of the larger casts for pantomime is, uh, is Robin Hood. I mean, obviously, you've got all the merry men going on with that. Um, we've got the, the, the team of dancers now, which is great. We've got six of those kicking on. Um, three teams of children this time, so that's a first for us. We've only ever had two, but I mean, that's become a necessity with uh, what the current regulations are on performance. So that's another another factor for rehearsals because it just means you've got to do the whole thing one more time. As a stage manager, through the run, once you've got that first run done, it, is that kind of it? Are you usually happy or are there tweaks going on all the way through? Um, I think it's fair to say there are tweaks going on for sort of the first week because you think, oh, we can do that, we can do that. There is time to do that. You don't always think there's going to be time. And probably after three or four shows and everybody's got match fit, then it settles and you, you can do more things. And you think, oh, and the director will say, wouldn't it be nice if we could just, that's the thing usually. Um, <laughs> and generally it would be, and sometimes it can be. Um, but it is, it is sort of after that, uh, one of the easier times of year. It's madness for three or four weeks up to it. But once we're running, we have the same show in. So basically it, it might be a three show Saturday and a three show Sunday, but we've not got the palaver of taking things out, putting things in, hanging things up. So it's a bit of a, you know, uh, almost, um, almost. A, well, I can't say it's a holiday. It's not, but it's, <laughs> but it, it, but it's it, it. There's a respite from the in and the out of things. You can just come along and enjoy the show. And um, 
Well, the atmosphere that is in the theatre. I like the theatre when it's packed, like at Panto time, and indeed like it was last week um, for the amateurs. And I also like it when there's nobody in. I think I might have mentioned that before. And so it's, but it, this is really good when it's um, when it's buzzing. It's what it should be. Stage manager Ian Marston. So off he went back to do some more stage managing. Director Natalie Hayes Cowley was still really busy, so I had to find somebody else to talk to. We're sitting in the green room. That's what this podcast is called. It's in the green room from the New Theatre Royal Lincoln. And very apt. And it just so happens that somebody hanging around who hasn't got anything to do at the moment is Christopher Johnson, who's going to be playing Will Scarlet. Yes, yeah. Although right now I'm just sort of sitting around. Um, and not being Will Scarlet, but that's fine. You see, I can't, I can't say too much about what they're doing. But the scene they're choreographing right now, I am in, but I'm not moving around too much. So instead of standing there and smelling and distracting everybody um, with my face, I thought I'd dip out for a bit and sit in here and drink a coffee and go over lines and. And I thought I'd stick a microphone under his nose because that's the kind of thing I do. We've got a big screen behind us at the moment and we can actually see them on the stage and the things we could tell you, but we're not going to. I can't believe that we managed to convince the entire cast of Game of Thrones to come back and perform a whole tap number in the middle of Act 2. I think that's going to be astounding. I think that is going to make the headlines the following day. I think that'll be excellent. That'll be very, very good. You'll edit that out though, right? Yeah, I'll take that bit out because that would just be a complete spoiler. Seriously, Hodor does a soft shoe. It's amazing. Chris, you're back in Lincoln again. Do you like Lincoln then? You keep coming back here and annoying us every Christmas. It's like, you know, you know when you're know when you courting and you want to catch someone's attention, you leave something behind, you go, oh, I left my coat at your house, you want to have a come pick it up? And it's a little bit creepy. Well, that's me. I just keep leaving things in, in the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can come back, any excuse. No, I'm loving it. I'm happy to be back, as always. It's always a treat. And as I've said before, I think I even said it in the programme last year for Snow White, I said, uh, Chris will continue to... Um, pop up at the new theatre royal until lincoln is collectively sick of him so we need to get a petition up that's what we need to do i mean or we could just not do the petition and i could live in blissful ignorance um either way either way is cool you know i'm here to give the people what they want unless what they want is for me to be driven out of town with pitchforks and as we record this we're four days away from from the first performance yeah, third, yeah, third of december that's my birthday runs. i'll just drop that in okay, it's my birthday okay. third of december i'll be i'll be here so heckling want, from so the back you want us to drag you onto the stage and no 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 no, no, no. Or... actually i shouldn't have mentioned that should i uh, no 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 no, right. no, no. I, mean, I know people i can <laughs> i can make it work It'll... how's it going are you are you feeling prepared I am really, yeah, and I sound so cocky. It's like, yes, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, um, I, th- I think I'm, I've got quite a comfortable role this year. The only, um, the only bit that's uh, sort of a challenge, which I feel uneasy on at the moment, as of this recording, is uh, the classic song sheet segment, the bit where you talk to the audience at the end and get everyone giving, you know, going for a tune together before the, the big finale happens, because uh, we've not blocked that yet, you see. Uh, and because I'm an old hat at it, there's a big thing of like, oh no, don't worry, Chris will work it out. Meanwhile, I'm there quietly in a corner going, oh, hang on, which joke should I do? Okay, I'll have that one ready just in case, and then I'll do... <laughs> but once we've done it, like, once or twice, it'll be second nature. The rest of it, pretty good. I know all my moves. I know all my moves. Very good. Which, well, last time I spoke know. to you, you hadn't even looked at your script, I don't think. No, no, that, no that's true. Last, last time I appeared on this fine programme, I hadn't actually um, read a single page. I'd been told the draft and the outline and what I was going to be doing. But, yeah, no, now I know all my, I know all my lines. Go on, test me. So tell, give me a what, number what, and I'll tell you what my line uh, okay, is. Okay, page three. I'm not on page three. Okay, page ten? I'm not on page ten. Okay. Last page. Ah. Do I have any lines? Okay, 
That's yeah. good then. Did I it sounds like somebody's been uh, killed in the background. Did you hear that? <laughs> someone filling in for me, I think, with the screams. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's, it's probably the wrong time to reveal that I'm playing a mute role this year. <laughs> About time. About time. It'll be the best bit of acting you've ever done. <laughs> Just keeping stum, like... How much effort is he putting into this? Everything, believe me. He's doing it. It's going to be good, though, isn't it? It's going to be great. I mean, there's you and Barney. So, like, I think I heard you say the other day, two CBBC people for the price of one. You've worked together before. And I know last year there was a bit of a love-up situation between you and Barney on stage. Are you referring to the the sensual tension? The sensual tension. Is there any sensual tension this time? Um, Not on stage. Oh. But uh, off stage, I've been trying my darndest. Um... Don't tell my wife, but I have been leaving little presents uh, around for Barney to find. Much like a small dog would if it was trying to get someone's attention. Do you know when you said small presents? That's that, that's the vision I had in my mind. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on swiftly. So, okay, people need to get their tickets. They're selling out for the, the, the shows, particularly near, um, near Christmas Eve and things like that. They're the, the big ones. But get booked in because it's going to be good. It will. And I can promise you many things. I can promise you words and sounds and the combination of how those words and sounds meet. Sometimes they're musical. Sometimes they're spoken. Other times they're silence. Actually, what I ought to just mention, because I've just sort of thought of this, Chris is a bit of a podcast king, aren't you? Really? Yeah, you do yeah. your own podcasts yeah. out of the broom cupboard. That's the one. That's that's a fine, fine podcast, he says, plugging his own yes. his own wares. Yeah, that's uh, me sitting down with other people from children's television of recent history in the current season. Spoiler alert, it will be expanding. Um, uh, talking about how the heckington they got into the world of kids TV, because there's no straight path. There's no strict story or... Or, or way of doing it, so uh, everyone's experiences are different. Did you know there's a village in Lincolnshire called Heckington? I do now, and I wish to live there, <laughs> just for bragging rights alone. Um, Where the Heckington do you live? <laughs> well, it just so happens. Funny story. That's a new podcast there. We should find someone from Heckington and interview them each week, a different person from Heckington. So where the Heckington are you from? I mean, let's face it, about four or five episodes in the like. Heckington. Oh, it's the same as last week. Can you say something else? Yeah. Say something new. Can I have 20% for that, my dear? That'd be great. All right, Christopher, lovely talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. Natalie's still busy. Hopefully, we'll catch up with her very soon. Right, it's taken some time, but In the Green Room podcast has finally caught up with Natalie Hayes Cowley. She's the artistic director of the theatre and directing Robin Hood this year. And we're, what, four days away from opening night, as it were. Uh, how are you feeling? Feeling good, we're in a good place. Everyone's in high spirits. We're just about to start tech rehearsals tomorrow. So um, we're at the theatre now, just going through some numbers uh, on stage because there's a lot of set involved. So we need to kind of get ahead of ourselves with those ones. And then the full sort of tech starts tomorrow. But yes, we're in a good place. Well, we've had to come outside because inside at the moment, it's very, very noisy. There's all <laughs> sorts going on on stage. I had a chat with Chris Johnson. We had a chat with Ian Marston, the, uh, the, the, the stage manager as well, who says it's a 
bit like a game of Tetris trying to get the sets and everything all sorted. Do you, do you feel like that a bit as well? It, it really is because obviously we've invaded their time. So this is their time. We've had Al Murray, of course, for two nights at the theatre. So we've lost two days of the getting for the boys. So at the minute we've sort of all piled in. The huge company is piled into the theatre, trying to do entrance and exits for the numbers. Obviously without the entrances because there's lots of set in the way and lots of paint and lots of, you know, um, um, bits and bobs all over the place. So it, it's kind of tight squeeze and it is like playing um, a, a game of Jenga or what's that other game? Twister. Bit of Twister going on there. Yeah. But um, but yes, no, it's 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 lovely. Everyone's in, in real high spirits and we're all excited to kind of get it on the stage. We've been rehearsing obviously off-site. So as of tomorrow, we'll be back in the theatre and it will be all go. And the thing is, I know a, a lot of you, you, you talk about your Panto family, but really for like five, six weeks, you are kind of living on top of each other, aren't you? You spend all hours of the day working and, and playing together. Absolutely. We've become incredibly close in the, in the rehearsal period because we are with each other all day, all night, for two whole solid weeks. Um, and then you've got obviously another six weeks with the run. Um, so we are a closely knit family as a theatre in general anyway. So when we welcome in the Panto family, it's just one big sort of celebration together, especially this festive season as well, when everyone's, you know, excited for Christmas. Um, it's a really lovely um, atmosphere. And this year, it's just been amazing because like I say, it's a big company. Um, so there's been lots of, lots of fun to be had in an evening when rehearsals finish. It's been, it's been great fun as well. I tried to get Chris Johnson to tell me, give me some insider information about the plot and the storyline, but you'll be pleased to hear that he wouldn't tell me anything. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, good. I've trained him well. <laughs> um, no, um, we don't. I mean, basically, it's, it's the story of Robin Hood. Um, so you've got all the elements of Robin Hood in there. It's, you know, it's very traditional. Lots of laughter, lots of exciting visuals. Um, the lighting this year, I'm incredibly excited for. And the songs as well. Um, just every, it's, it's just nice for me. Um, throughout the year, obviously, um, working on, on the panto and putting all these bits together and, and when you're doing the script and stuff and you can visualise things in your head but when you start seeing it come to life and all the pieces of the puzzle come together so the set, the, the lighting, the, the sound, the music, the dance routines you know, everything all coming together and when you see it, it's just brilliant and they're all so talented I can't even tell you everybody has got another layer to offer and it's still coming through now you know so even to, to, uh, this afternoon on, on stage and um, there's just more little elements and everyone's working really well as a team and we're all sort of um, yeah we're all really I have to say we're really excited usually people are very tired at this stage and everyone's kind of flagging a little bit and this year we're not which is great we, we need to get inside it is really really cold and i'll let you carry on going doing some directing and, <laughs> and, and and kicking people and ordering them around so natalie thank you very much indeed i would never do that thank you <laughs> she works the cast so hard 24 7 bless them it's robin hood that is the pantomime at the new theater royal lincoln this year starring barney harwood chris johnson and zoe hedge to get your tickets go to our website newtheatreroyallincoln.co.uk you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Search for NTR Lincoln.